You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, Giants fans, and welcome to your Monday edition of the Valentine's Views podcast here on Big Blue View Radio. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe on uh, on the uh, on YouTube and if you're uh, listening on Big Blue View Radio, you know, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts as well. All right, with the free agency starting on Monday, the uh, negotiating window when supposedly no deals are actually done. <laughs> uh we're going to uh, have a special guest today. I've got Ryan Dunleavy of, of the New York Post. How you doing, Ryan? Thank you much for uh, doing this on short notice for me. What's that, bad? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So uh, I'm jealous. Nice work the other day getting the uh, getting the the Daniel Jones news <laughs> out there first. Would you would you beat uh, Rappaport and Garofalo and all of them by about thirty seconds on Twitter? Uh, yep, thirty seconds is everything in our world. Yeah, uh, yeah, but. it it is. It's it's amazing. I mean, back in the day when you know thirty thirty years ago when I was actually working in the newspaper business, you could get a scoop and it lasted all day. Yeah, not anymore. No, <laughs> now it, now it lasts about as long as it takes you to type it and post it on Twitter. Yeah, that's it. I, I actually probably could have had it by 90 seconds. But the person who texted me, I said, how sure are you about this, et cetera, et cetera. And then uh, Joe Shane said the deal was finalized at 353. And I went back and I looked at my tweet and it was 353. So I must have found out 20 seconds after the deal was signed. So. Wow. Nice. Nice. So, uh, so you're the man. So we don't, so we don't need Rappaport and Schefter. Oh, I don't know anymore. about that. Just... <laughs> one in a thousand for me, a thousand for them. One for me, you know? Oh, Hey, take, you, you take the wins when you can get yeah. them. Hey, uh, let's talk a little bit of, of free agency. And, and before we get directly into free agency, I don't remember if you were on, um, joe's call the other day on uh, the uh the day after the jones news but he said something that that i thought was kind of interesting he was talking about this offseason this free agency this draft really in his mind sort of being the start of his build which i took that as like they were just trying to survive a year ago and and they were, I think they were shocked to go nine seven and one and have the year that they did. But but I I just found it interesting that that he that he said that really this is the start of of everything for him. You know, it's something that usually teams say after a bad season, like when they want to start. You know, like oh that first year didn't count. Don't start the clock on me until year two, so that my two <laughs> or three year window really starts now. That's what teams who had a bad season usually say. That's what 
you heard from the Jets after Joe Douglas's first year. It was like, well, he didn't have the draft. They hired him after the draft. So that first year doesn't count. Um, you don't usually hear that after a successful first year. Uh, but I think the difference is it's true here. Like this is an excuse making for Joe Shane. He has nothing to make excuses for. They were good last year. Right. Uh, certainly better than expected. That That's just the truth is that this really is the start of their uh, regime because they were so salary cap handcuffed last year that they couldn't do anything. The, the joke Joe Shane made that I thought was hilarious was uh, he hears now that a guy might want two and a half million dollars and he's all excited that they could sign him a two and a half million dollar player is like a fringe starter and they couldn't even afford that guy last year they were so hamstrung it was like minimum deals or nothing so yeah. forget the fact that he might be able to spend 20 million dollars on a player he can spend two and a half million and he's excited that shows you how hamstrung they were last year and just kind of how much more he can put his uh hand pr- fingerprints on this roster yeah, he can actually go out and identify some players. I thought he said something during the season about not being able to chase guys, and we know how bad their run defense was. And I kept thinking he's got to be talking about Linval Joseph, you, you know, yeah. signing a guy like Linval Joseph in the middle of the season because with the connection to the Giants and the connection to Andre Patterson. If they had more than a nickel to spend, I'd have thought they'd have gone after somebody like that. Yeah, and I think he got like a $2 million contract with the mm-hmm. uh, Eagles. He, the Giants couldn't do it. The Giants, right. the Giants right. couldn't do it. They would have had to restructure Kenny Galladay. And that's they basically said, no matter what, we're not restructuring Kenny Galladay. No matter who, what players it costs us, how many wins it costs us, we're not touching Kenny Galladay's contract. Yeah, and it's interesting. You mentioned Galladay, and you know Joe said the other day that they haven't made a decision, but he kind of said they've made the decision that they're just going to go ahead and leave him as a pre-June one cut. And and I understand that. I don't know if I don't know how you feel about that, but I certainly understand it because then they're just done with the with the Galladay money, and they don't carry it into twenty twenty four. You know he's. I think it applies to everything with Joe Shane and with the Giants. Now they're not looking at it like the fan base does. Like it's all about 2023. It's the no, upcoming it's season. Yeah. It's about it's about the long term. It's not really about going from nine wins to Super Bowl contention. It's still about building, you know, and and I'm sure I'm just curious. Do you, you get the same impression with you know the folks that you talk to? It's like they're not thinking Super Bowl in 2023. No, I totally agree. I mean, privately, they even acknowledge they might take a step backwards, but uh, they're certainly not thinking Super Bowl. They're ready to make the jump to the Super Bowl, no matter if ownership said we're back at the end of the season or not. Uh, They just meant back to being competitive and respectable. And, um, no, I totally agree with you. I think with Galladay, They just want to be rid of all of Gettleman's mistakes as early as possible. They want a clean, their own clean slate. That's what it's about now to use a Shane phrase, taking your medicine this year. Uh, That's what that's Mm -hmm. about. Not to mention they don't need any more dead money in 2024 because that's when Daniel Jones's cap hit is like $78 million. uh, I'm exaggerating. Obviously I think it's like 40, I think it's $48 million. Uh, 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. It is mostly covered. I think it is covered by the jump in the salary cap. Yeah. But I think his his the jump in his cap it almost entirely covers the jump in uh, in the salary cap itself. So and then, so that's before you get to what will be Saquon's jump in his cap hit and. You know, any other guys they sign this year who have a jump in their cap hit. So they're going to be tight against the cap next year. Absolutely. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels. But now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What do you think is going to happen here with Saquon? Um, I would think they would like to have something done if they're going to get a long-term deal done with Saquon. I would think they'd like to have something done by Wednesday. Do you think they'll meet that? Uh, Wednesday is certainly the goal. Uh, they uh, Honestly, both sides would have liked to have it done already. Uh, they're not budging. I mean, the Giants particularly here have drawn a line in the sand that they did not draw with Daniel. They drew a line in the sand with Daniel and then went past the line in the sand. So it was really like a line in chalk. And uh, with Saquon, they've been much more hard line. Uh, he hasn't come down as much uh, as, uh, you know, he wanted to be the top paid running back in October. He's come down a little. He hasn't come down to where they are. I think the Giants offer right now is about $13 million per year. Uh, Saquon's still higher than that. Really, he wants a four-year deal. They want a three-year deal. Then there's how much guaranteed money and when does it pay out? When does it guarantee, you know, that year or the year before? There's all that complicated stuff. I think they get a deal done by Wednesday, but I I'm say I'm 60-40, they think they do. It's certainly mm -hmm. not a sure thing. Yeah, I have – I mean, Joe has made it obvious since the day after the season ended that Daniel was always the priority, and I think rightly so. And I think that – I mean, if you – if you backed Joe into a corner and wouldn't let him out until he told you the truth, I think he would probably tell you that if push came to shove, he'd walk away from Saquon. I would agree. I think Saquon Barkley is for as long as Joe Shane is the giants general manager, Saquon Barkley will be the only, and this could be, he could be the GM 20 years. Saquon Barkley will be Joe Shane's only highly paid workhorse number one running back. They're making exceptions for Saquon based on the fact that he's an awesome talent, the fact that he's an awesome dude, the fact that he's the face of the franchise, the fact that the locker room loves him, the fact that Daniel Jones loves him, the fact that he's their highest selling Jersey guy. He's a Walter Payton man of the year. 
all these reasons are exceptions to what Joe Shane believes, which is recycle your running backs every three or four years and have a rotation. So they're, I think they'll get it done, but after Saquon, there won't be another Saquon for as long as Joe Shane's in charge. Absolutely. And, you know, it's just one of those deals where he was already here. He's already entrenched. Correct. And yeah, you know, there's and, an exception to every rule, and he's the exception of the rule. Absolutely. Uh, I was going to ask you uh, before we get to the to the open market. What's in your mind? What's the latest uh, on, on Julian Love and, and Darius Slayton? I, I'm guessing maybe one, but not both of those guys are going to be back. I don't think either. I'll be back. Honestly, I mean. The Giants haven't valued Darius Slayton pretty much since last year when they basically tried to run him off the team until he took a pay cut. Came back, had a really great year. It was a fun story for guys like me and you to write about a guy who was written off and came back. Um, they still don't really seem to value him, not at the the price that the rest of the league will. Look, it's a, it's a very thin receiver free agent market, which helps Darius Slayton. Darius Slayton has two things that'll help him. He's got speed and he creates separation. Those things are really, really important. And some other team is going to value those more than the Giants who will still have hard time shaking off the fact that, hey, this is true. Darius Slayton drops a lot of passes. He he, he does. He drops a lot of passes. Mm -hmm. And um, that's something that'll stick in the Giants' head more than it'll stick in another team's head. Uh, I think he's a good player. I really do. I think he's a good Number two slash, if you have a good, he's probably a good number three receiver. Uh, if you have a good slot guy who's a one or a two, then he's a good outside number three, if that makes sense. So, so um, or he could be a number two. I mean, he could be a number, he could be a number two. So, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think he'll get paid. And then Julian Love, man, every time you hear Joe Shane talk, uh, he talks about how deep the safety market Absolutely. is. Absolutely. He talks mm -hmm. about how deep the safety market is. It sounds like he thinks he's going to get a bargain somewhere. Obviously, mm -hmm. Jordan Poyer is a guy he's very familiar with. I think he'll get top money to leave Buffalo, so I don't think he'll come. But if they wanted a top guy, I think it would be Poyer, not Julian Love. And I think he'll probably be looking for a, a bargain once that market thins out on Wednesday, who is left. I don't think Julian Love will be back. I uh, wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if he ends up in his hometown team with Chicago. Absolutely. I mean, he was on uh, Sirius XM the other day and he said, look, I'm human and, and the money matters. And he's only going to get, get one shot. That's well, it. and it's and it's the same with Darius Slayton, to be honest. Correct. He's going to he's get, get one shot at a decent deal that'll set him up for the rest of his life. Right. And after after the Giants basically, you know, made him take the minimum last year and and then basically made him low guy on the totem pole and didn't use him until they had no other choice. That's it. I, I certainly couldn't blame him for, uh, for, yeah. for moving on. I think and, they'll both. Yeah. I think they'll be both be gone. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about, uh, about what the giants might actually be shopping for. And we talked a little bit about, you know, Joe saying that, uh, you know, that, that he's, he's got a little bit more money to spend. He said, he's not, you know, just shopping for, for veteran minimum guys. And I wondered how that, how that remark played with some of those guys who signed those veteran yeah. minimum contracts last year. Uh, but, uh, but anyway, 
everybody has talked about and Joe keeps talking about, you know, when you ask him, you know, about the offseason and the draft and he keeps saying everybody keeps talking about wide receiver, but we've got a lot more than wide receiver to do. And I look at free agency and I think the Giants money is going to be spent on defense. I don't know. Do you, what's your what's your guess? My guess would be that they'll sign a receiver, but it won't be anywhere near the top of the market. Uh, you know, is it an aging veteran like an Adam Thielen? Is it a f- guy entering his fifth year who hasn't hit his prime yet, like a McCole Hardman? Um, I don't know, but it, it isn't going to be Jacoby Myers. It isn't going to be Juju Smith-Schuster. It isn't going to be one of these guys who's going to get overpaid because they're the top options on a thin market. Where do I think the Giants will prioritize? I'll give you three positions I think they could play towards the middle, upper tier of the market. I don't think the Giants will give anybody, any free agent will get the top player at X position is coming to the Giants. I don't think that's going to happen. Like I don't they, think the money is there, even though they're okay cap space-wise with once yeah. they once they get the Galladay money mm-hmm. and if they can get Saquon done and and maybe if they extend limbs, yeah. but they're okay, but they're not, you know, they're not blank check. They're yeah. not in a place to write a blank check at this so, point. I'll give you the three positions. I think, uh, I think they're going to target a tight end, um, a pass catching tight end to go with Daniel Bellinger. Is that Mike Jasicki? If he's not the top tight end, he's probably like three, four on the t- free agent market. I think that's a possibility. Um, is it, inside linebacker i think it is uh so the top inside linebackers are the two veterans bobby wagner and levante david i don't think either of those guys is coming to the giants could that next tier of tremaine edmonds buffalo connection obviously or the name i've heard a lot is tj edwards tied to the giants that they could steal him from the eagles uh that's a name i've heard connected to the giants and then cornerback I don't think they're in the James Bradbury market. He's like the top guy um, trying to think who the other top corners are. Jamel Dean. Um, who's the other top corners? Um, yeah, I, don't have the list. I don't have the list in front of me. Um, um, I, I do. Hold on. Bradbury, Jamel Dean, uh, Sutton from the Steelers, I think is a possibility for the Giants. Cameron Sutton. Uh, I think though, I think if you wiped out Bradbury and Dean, who I think are both going to get paid relatively well, Cameron Sutton is a guy like from the Steelers. He's he's a six year veteran. He's just kind of starting to hit his prime. He's a guy I could see landing with the Giants. I think um, you know you you mentioned Wagner and and some of those guys, and I think the reality of it is we talked a little bit about where the Giants are, and and my. My thing with with when I get asked about it is look for guys with upside, look for guys exactly. with futures, look for guys who are coming into their best years, exactly. not guys who are on the other side of their best years because the Giants aren't in that, you know, looking for that final piece sort yep. of, you know, put us over the top and win a Super Bowl yet. Agreed. Yep. No, exactly. That's <laughs> that's it. So they're not signing Patrick Peterson. Maybe they're signing Jonathan Jones from the Patriots. Some like maybe they're signing Shaq Griffin from the who just got cut by the Jaguars. They're not signing 
you know, Marcus Peters, who's 31, you know, like uh, that kind of thing. So the three positions I think they'll target probably even more so than receiver are tight end inside linebacker and corner. Yeah. I actually like the idea of, of tight end. If they can, if they can find a guy that, that, that complements Daniel Bellinger's skill set. That's one I get asked all the time is Bellinger, the answer at tight end. And, and I say he's part of it. That's exactly what I would say. He's, that's, he's part of it, but he's not ever going to be that all pro caliber guy. That's how I feel. He's a good, he's a good part of the solution. You pair him up with like a Jasicki, who's basically a big slot receiver. Um, mm-hmm. And I think you got something good there. Yeah, or I mean, if you wanted to spin forward to the draft, if they don't get their guy, a guy like Dalton Kincaid out of Utah might be a might be a possibility. I don't see them use. He'll be a first round pick. I can't. I think Joe Shane is one of those guys. You know, he'll be drafting corners, offensive linemen, and receive defensive linemen and receivers with his premium picks. He'll be a he'll be copying that Howie Roseman mold of uh, you know you don't use first round picks on tight ends and running backs and inside linebackers. I think he'll be building you, you stop the you, you what is it you you protect the passer, you rush the passer, you stop the pass and you throw the ball. Those four things. That's what he'll be. Right. It's, yep. Yeah. Yep. Those, rush that's where he'll be using his premium picks. Yeah, pretty much pretty much I you know I I do I do a million mock drafts. I do one every week and and I, I wind up just throwing names out at some points because it's like i've got to do some I, I can't do the same mock every week you know what, what's the point of that but you know kincaid's interesting but i think you're right i think the giants aren't using a pick at 25 on a on a tight end now look i won't be surprised if one of their third round picks is a tight end and i no. won't be surprised if one of their third round picks is a running back regardless of whether they get saquon's uh long term or not i'd expect a day two running back somewhere yeah i you know, I, I didn't really want to get into the draft too much yet, but I think I agree with you there. And I think that's whether they get Saquon and whether they, whether they get the deal done with Saquon or not, I think they've they've got to go running back. I think they've got to upgrade behind him. You know, Brightwell is just not the answer, and and I don't know how much more you get out of Matt Breida if you even bring him back. So I, I think they've got to upgrade and 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 maybe start planning for for the day Saquon's not there. Agreed. Um, gotta ask, and I'm and I'm not gonna ask what you're hearing. I'm gonna ask what you think about Odell Beckham to the Giants. <laughs> I, I have to ask. I have to. I, I know what I think, and people are tired of hearing me say it. So I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you uh, have the floor on this one. I guess I'll tell you both. What I what I'm hearing is not to rule it out. Um, that it, you know, especially if Saquon's here, especially if they bring back Sterling Shepard, who wants to come back, they just want him to prove he's healthy. So he probably won't resign till like July, um, when he can pass a physical. Uh, I'm hearing not to rule it out. What do I think? I think they should stay away from it as far as possible. Um, he's probably, if he's healthy, the highest ceiling receiver on what we've already said is a depressed market. Like who would I rather have a healthy Odell Beckham or Jacoby Myers or, or Juju Smith Schuster or 
whoever else is out there. I'd, I'd rather have a healthy Odell Beckham from a player standpoint. I just don't think they need to go down the road of all of a sudden he now they have a player who's bigger than the team again. And look, media like myself, you were partly responsible for making that monster. Um, but uh, yeah, all, all of a sudden it'll be about Odell again every day, every practice, every game. Obviously, as we learned last year, the all the he's more mature stuff is totally overblown. If you saw what happened with him on the plane, mm-hmm. uh, I just I don't know how much it looked. That was a, I saw the highlights of his videos. I mean, he looked like he was running around great. He has a long injury history. He has twelve touchdowns in his last five years. He hasn't been that productive. He's still going to cause a lot of headaches. I I would stay away from it. That's my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to agree with you, and I've said it again and again. He's not the player that he used to be, and maybe in 2016 you could overlook the headaches because of the production. Exactly. But I don't think the production is enough to uh, to warrant putting up with the rest of it anymore. So I'm with you. Run, run in the opposite direction. But I, I will say this. Now, if he's giving them some sort of discount, if you're telling yeah. me you're getting Odell on a one-year, $3 million contract, sure. But sure. If he's, I assume yeah. he's looking for another monster. I assume he's looking for another, you know, four years and $60 million or something like that. that somebody, somebody, will give him, somebody will give him a good payday. Yeah. But the other thing that I said way back into last year is whether they're, 100, whether they're really, really serious about being in this market or not, I think just because of the fan base, because of the media interest, because they're going to get asked about it a hundred times. I actually think the Giants are playing this pretty well because they're at least showing interest. They're at least when it's all said and done, if he's not a giant, they're going to at least be able to say we did our due due diligence. We made an effort. It just didn't work out. Totally agree. So that's uh, that's that's kind of an interesting one. Um, yeah, so we kind of covered, you know, we, we covered a lot of uh, a lot of the free agent stuff. If there's if there's a big move in free agency for the Giants that we haven't talked about or a big offseason move we haven't talked about, um, you have a thought on where it might yeah, come? I think, it's a, I think it's a trade for a receiver. That's what I think it is. I think it's a is it Gabe Davis? Is it? Um, I'm trying to think who I'm trying who else might be available. A name somebody gave me a name. Is it Keenan Allen? Is it? Um, somebody gave me a name the other day, and I can't think of what the name. Can't think. Of, but uh, point being, I think it's a trade for a receiver. It's well, uh, we, we know it's we know it's not going to be DeAndre Hopkins. It's, no, it's not, no, it's not going to be. Hopkins. They are not taking on DeAndre Hopkins and his. Uh, they're not taking on DeAndre Hopkins and his had his salary cap hit and his you know stero- his uh, steroid suspension. I mean, at that point, you well, might as well take, you might as well take back Odell Beckham. Well, he's he's also another one of those guys that we talked about earlier who has more of a past than he does a future. Here's the guy. Here's the name somebody gave me. Is Chris Godwin available? If they're starting over with. I just looked it up for you in my notes. If Chris got someone said to me, if they're starting over with Kyle Trask, do they need Mike Evans and Chris Godwin? Or are they starting over 
completely. And if Godwin's available, you can put him down as somebody the Giants would definitely be interested in. What is he? So, he's still 26, 27 years old, I think, isn't he? So look at Godwin. Look at him up. Yeah. Right, look at him up right now. Chris Godwin is coming off a year with thousand. He he had 104 catches for a thousand yards, so he was dominant again. Even coming off injury and whatnot, uh, he's 27. He's 27, uh, and his contract is. Chris Godwin's contract is he signed through 22. He signed through it looks like next year, so he signed through 24 on a three-year, 60 million dollar contract. So you could get him for two seasons and then work out, you know, some sort of extension. Uh, I, that would be a guy I think the Giants would give up premium assets for. So you're asking me a, a trade. I'll say a Chris Godwin trade is the move that if a big move happens, that's what it is. All right, we're gonna we're gonna hold you that, and and you know we'll we'll, we'll make sure that we'll but give I'm still you gonna take credit if it's if it's uh, Gabe Davis or if it's Keenan <laughs> Allen. Or if it's Godwin, I'm doing. I'll come back and do victory well, for you. Well, 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 well. Look, you know. Big Blue View started in 2007. All right. We we launched in 07. So we still take full credit for that Super Bowl. So <laughs> so we can give you props. We we can give you credit, you know, for for any of those big deals that, that that's that come that's along. what I would think the move. I don't think because I don't think that I think the three top receivers in the draft, um Johnston, Jackson Smith and the Jigba. And the third guy, again, a name is escaping me. The, Addison, the, the kid Addison, from UFC. Jordan, yep. yep, Jordan Addison. I think all three of those guys will be gone by 25. So I don't think the Giants will stretch for a receiver. I don't think they'll pay the top of the market unless it's Odell. But again, I'd still put that at unlikely. Uh, I don't think they'll pay the top of a market for one. So I think they're going to get their receiver through a, through a trade. And Joe Shane's shown that he's, you know, he, he's constantly working the trade market. So um i think that's a very real possibility plus you know some guys will shake free here in the next Corey davis is going to get released is he a guy the giants take a look at um from the jets so some guys will shake free here in the next week or so as teams start adding guys they'll start cutting guys um just last thing for you are you surprised that the giants haven't done something with leonard williams yet no, because Leonard Williams is very, and when I say Leonard Williams, I mean Leonard Williams' team, his agents, etc., is very hard to negotiate with. I mean, we we've seen from Leonard Williams that if you're gonna try to, now look, they could just convert X number of dollars into a signing bonus without his. They don't need permission to do that. That kind of restructure. But if they want to extend him or pay cut him or do anything that he needs permission for. We've seen the Giants had to franchise tag him twice. They give you zero discount. They give you not a penny off. So they're very hard to deal with. They went down to the absolute wire with the Giants to get that three-year, $63 million deal done a couple of years ago. They certainly aren't going to say, oh, you need, you need to get it done by Monday on your end? Well, let's expedite that for you. No, they're going to say, you need to get it done on your end. Well, then you got to pay us more for us to help you get it done on your timetable rather than our timetable. So no, <laughs> I'm not surprised at all. 
because they are that in my five years, he's negotiated the best out of anybody uh, with the giants in my five years covering the team. He's bled more money out of them than anybody uh, good player, but I mean, he really knows how to work the system. So no, I'm not surprised at all that unless it's just going to be something they do that doesn't require his approval. I'm not surprised they haven't met in the middle yet. All right. Absolutely. So the fun starts Monday morning and, uh, and you know, we'll be, uh, we'll be anxiously looking to see what happens, Ryan. I really, really appreciate you, uh, spending some time with me just, uh, you know, let the folks know where you are on Twitter and, and all that, uh, in, if they don't already know. Yeah. Thanks, Ed. Uh, yeah, I'm at Twitter. I'm at RY, the first letters of Ryan, and then Dunleavy, D U N L E A V Y, at Rye Dunleavy. And obviously, all of our Giants coverage can't beat the quantity of it. It's uh, tons of it uh, at nypost.com. You know, but, but why don't you have a podcast yet? You know, uh, I, know, I know I know Schwartz does, but, Schwartz but you and don't Lawrence have your own. Yeah, Schwartz and Lawrence Tynes are in the podcast business. Uh, <laughs> it's a really good listen. Uh, former player and Paul, who's been on the beat since 94. I had a podcast when I was at NJ.com. I'll, I'll let them handle the podcasting. Let guys like you handle the podcasting. It's not my forte. <laughs> well, you know, it's uh, I- I'm an old writer. It's not mine either, but it's one of those things that when you do what I do and the way the business is now, it's a, it's a necessary evil. Yeah. We, we do what we can and, and we do the best we can. And like I said, I appreciate your hopping on. So uh, thanks again. And Giants fans, thank you as always for listening. Please take care of each other. Stay safe out there and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on home mom? No. no. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower. Support for this podcast came from SAS. Data is everything. And now everything is data, which means more to process, more to analyze. And now more than ever, speed to answers matters. So how do you produce those answers as fast as the world produces data? With SAS VIA, the quickest way from a billion points of data to a point of view. It's a more productive data and AI platform that helps you get more done. Learn more today at sas.com slash VIYA.